You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Howdy, Mike G here. The episode of the 2019 Dragon Con Con Report that you're about to listen to was recorded before the official announcement was made that the Sheridan Hotel is now open for business. So please forgive our conjecture at the beginning of this episode and enjoy the rest of this giant size show. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, and welcome to the eighth episode of the 2019 Dragon Con Con Report. This is the eighth and final pre-con show that we're doing. Dragon Con is, well, it's here. It's, it's, it's so close. It, it really is here. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gordon. I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. We've got everybody back, starting with Director Mike Faber. Hey, I can't believe it's so close. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with myself. Who who never really left, by the way. Like he was, he's he's been here the whole time. I never leave this place. You know, this is my home. I live in the station. It's that's the station has that Faber smell. Oh, yeah. Hey, I shower, not like some folks here. I didn't say it was a bad smell. Just said it was a smell. Just think of Axe body spray. No, and no, no, stop it. <laughs> You're gonna give people ideas. <laughs> and as you heard, Darren is back. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Howdy, sir. Are you ready? Howdy. I am no, of course not. That would, that would break tradition. What are you talking about? Ready? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. not ready. Definitely. And not ready. Mary Lou is back as well. I'm so glad to be here. I, we're glad to have you back. Oh, a couple of episodes you last month, right? <laughs> so, so um, uh, then you know this is uh, behind the scenes a little bit, but. But uh, I understand that you are actually started packing already for Dragon Con. I have started thinking about packing. For <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I have. I, I I've got it all written down. And I, like, right before the show, I was starting to pull things out of closets and get them, get them, you know, in the correct piles. So that's sort of packing. It's mm-hmm. the pre-pack, really. That, that's more than I did have done so far yeah, I, I, I normally I, haven't done anything like that by now but like all the stuff like the bags and totes and stuff that i pack for dragon con are now out in the open i've moved since last dragon con and they were packed away in closets now they're just out as you know part of the decor and uh, um yeah it's much easier to you know kind of make that a, a daily occurrence instead of doing it all at once when you're panicking <laughs> <laughs> so true so true and and darren i understand that uh you've uh started drinking uh, uh, yes i'm drinking presently <laughs> yes i'm pre-gaming yeah you have to yes. prep your liver kids if you don't <laughs> prep your liver god help you yeah it's like anything else i mean even the folks that uh you know our good friends that drop by dragon con will say that you have to prepare you have yourself to prepare. you should be doing some walking at this point for sure if you're not already and so i'm a fan of the walking and drinking combo combo package there 
Awesome. Well, we've got a lot to cover, and uh, we're very excited uh, to talk all about uh, the things that we're excited that for at DragonCon. So uh, we're a proud member of the ESO Network. Be sure to check out the Amazon link uh, on the ESONetwork.com site. It doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. Uh, speaking of other things that help us out a lot, we have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. And I think you can actually still get some of those designs for wearing at DragonCon, which would be awesome to see, uh, to see some of that stuff there. Uh, and ESO Network, of course, has a Patreon page. Uh, Mike, what's going on with the Patreons right now? The Patreons, of course, are getting ready for dragon con also you're going to be seeing stuff from many folks who are going to be at dragon con and that's kind of the fun about it is just getting ready for the con and you know knowing that we're going to be there and it costs a lot of money for us to be there so you can help support eso by you know joining our patreon for as little as 25 cents a week you can actually hear this episode 48 hours before the rest of the world. So you'll be able to get all the, you know, oohs and ahs and you can impress your fans and friends and say, Hey, this is what's going to be happening at dragon con. I heard it on the dragon con report and they'll look at you and go, wait, that's not out yet. And you'll go, ha ha ha. So you think, so it's pretty cool. Actually, all you have to do. It's kind of like the dragon con app or the dragon con, you know, I I pride myself that we always uh, are before the app. You know, we, well, we try to be at least, <laughs> but so, it's almost uh, a guarantee anyway. And all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash ESO network. And patron members do actually get like, if you are a patron and you're going to dragon con you, there are some benefits. I'm not going to say exactly what they are. Cause those are pa- patron exclusives, mm-hmm. but uh, you do get to do certain things or go certain places that uh, non-patrons can do. Exactly, and all you have to do is say howdy. <laughs> That's the code word. Uh, and the safe word, too, by the way. Um, if you would like to leave feedback or comment on the show, please call our feedback line at 404-963-9057 or feel free to email us, as many of you did. And thank you for all your emails, your audio comments. We're going to get to all of those later on in the show. But we had a tremendous response this year, so much so that – I'm overwhelmed. And if we have missed anybody, I do apologize, but we're going to try to get to everybody's comment and email and audio uh, file that they sent us. Uh, And it's going to, it's, yeah, it's just great fun and to see all this response. So thank you so much. Uh, And you can still email us at dragonconreport at esonetwork.com. Now we're going to get started with some news. And the thing that's on everybody's mind, of course, is the Sheridan. And unfortunately, we don't have a lot of new information. Uh, it's still kind of, I mean, it's coming down to the wire now, uh, obviously. Um, for those people who may not be aware, uh, the Sheridan Atlanta Hotel uh, was closed. Uh, when did they close? In July, right? Yep. Yeah, they closed in July because of the outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. Uh, so far, there have been eight confirmed cases, including one death, uh, among the people who stayed at the Sheridan Hotel between June 22nd and July 15th. Um, the number of probable cases now stands at 63. Uh, so in addition to all the uh, health things that are going on there, the Sheridan is also facing a, a flurry of lawsuits 
from various people. Um, and, but there still is hope. Uh, the, the manager of the Sheridan Atlanta released a statement uh, just a couple days ago, said that uh, the hotel might reopen. Um, and he said it wasn't going to be an, like the earliest that it would might open would be the 15th. Uh, we are here recording this on the 14th and it doesn't look like uh, that it's going to open on the 15th, but uh, I would just strongly suggest uh, keeping track of the situation online. Uh, once there is uh, a decisive a decision one way or another of whether it's going to be open or not, Dragon Con will respond and issue a statement until then. Everything else that you hear is rumor. Well, I know from talking in all truth to the newbies group and they've been talking to dragon con and there are, you know, backup plans. Oh, so, sure. Sure. So but, don't, but those we're not going to, we are. don't want, we don't want to cause a, a panic or anything like that. We don't know anything, but I know dragon con is very aware of the situation and they are, you know, making plans to right. handle it. And so, it's the consequence still go on. Life will still happen. And it might just be a little weird. That's all. Well, it's going to be a little weird. And to be honest, um, if the Sheridan closes, if the Sheridan can't open, it's going to suck. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to have to be reworked. A lot of people that are going to have to be uh, housed somewhere else. A lot of changes are going to have to be made throughout the convention. And some of it's going to be a big pain in the ass. But I do strongly suggest that this is, we had to, we just have to make the best of it. I mean, there's really nothing we can do about it. No, so, exactly. So it doesn't really, you know, um, uh, I don't think it, it, it serves any purpose to, to, to gripe or to, you know, complain about the situation because it's just, it just is what it is right now. Um, and what is being done now? I mean, DragonCon made it pretty clear even before all this happened that one of the things that they were concerned with this year was safety. And this is this is I don't think they had this in mind <laughs> when they when they decided that. But this is a, a case where they're going to do whatever they need to do to make sure that it's safe for everybody. Would you want that anyway? That's what you want from a con that you're going to, you know, safety in mind and knowing that you're in the safest place on in Atlanta and knowing that you're going to be fine with it. And truthfully, folks, as everyone, you know, should know if the Sheraton does open and I'm 90% sure it will, you know, but you know that it'll be fixed by dragon con. Just think about it. The Sheraton is going to be the cleanest hotel in Atlanta (laughs) by far. Yeah. They, the, the, the manager said uh, when he issued the press release that they've been working closely with the Georgia department of public health, uh, the Fulton County board of health. And there's been a thorough cleaning of the of the hotel's entire water distribution system, uh, including cleaning, scrubbing, chlorination of all water features so uh, they're doing everything they can to, to make sure that the Sheridan is going to be safe for everybody. And yeah, like Mike said, it's probably going to be this, the cleanest hotel in, in the area. So, uh, so that's what we know. Hopefully by the time you hear this, uh, because I know it's, it's going to take a few days for you know, this to be released after we record it. Hopefully by the time you, know, you hear this, 
everything that we're saying is going to be just not relevant because they'll have already decided one way or another. So, uh, so, but we appreciate everybody who's, uh, sent something to us sent articles notified us. Um, there's a, there's a, the community has a, a big sense of, um, dialogue about this. And I think that's, that's pretty cool. So that's what we know about the Sheridan, uh, which again, is not a lot, but still, um, and now, and also, can I say one other thing, Mikey, real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, in pertaining to the Sheraton and pertaining to it is, you know what? Don't go by rumor, folks. Don't listen to Facebook groups. Go to the official Dragon Con page. Go to the official news pages in Atlanta, like WSB or 11 Alive or AJC. They will give you what's going on with the Sheraton. Don't go by off the rumors put out by the goers to the con. Yeah, there's already been a, a few people that have shot off rumors that were completely untrue. Yeah, so, you know, and, and these were, we want to put a stop to that right now. We thought they were legitimate sources, too, and they just, for some reason, were crazy. <laughs> so yeah. they, just went, they just went kind of crazy with some information that was not true at all. So, so yes. Um, and, you know, it, it's the same rule that applies to almost everything else at Dragon Con. It's all subject to change. <laughs> like, the, the, everything could change. You never know. So, uh, so stick with the official sources and, uh, and, and you'll be fine. Now, um, dialing off to another subject, another news item, and this is not new news, but I don't think we've covered it yet. Uh, the, another area of, uh, that's not an official area of Dragon Con, but it's, it's right there and it's very integral is the food court. Now there has been some changes to the food court as well. And I understand, Darren, you've actually seen the new food. Uh, yeah, I was uh, at a happy hour for work, and we were down that way. And I was like, oh, let's pop in and see what the old food court looks like now that all that construction and rehab and such is over. Um, kids, prepare yourselves. If it looks <laughs> the way it looked when I saw it, the you know, the big air, everything looks relatively the same. It's now modern-ish more looking it's gray it's up to date with its style and everything so all the all the white is gone so those of us who are hung over in the morning it's probably a good thing but <laughs> when you go into the main area where most people would sit there with their food a lot of the seating is gone there used to be you know that um big booth where the atm was and a little bit of an escalator there is now a long staircase which takes up a lot of room of where tables used to be. Um, it's very stylish looking, not functional for sitting and eating at Dragon Con. Um, and when you go down the long hallway towards the CVS, it appears, no, it, it doesn't appear. They have, they have changed all the seating from instead of tables next to each other. There's a long um, partition and there's a you know like buffet seating on either side of the partition and then a table and chairs and then a much wider walking path i i would say that catching a seat to eat in the food court is going to be difficult at best this year no matter when you go mm. and the atm's gone I don't know if they relocated it. I couldn't find it before they were kind of closing it down. 
but that ATM that is in the Peachtree Center food court where it used to be is not there. It may be elsewhere, and I did not get a chance to locate it. There's still one over by the sushi place, but there used to be a larger one over in the middle of that food court floor, and it is now gone. Okay. But there is also still one at the top of the escalators. Right, right near the bank. Right yeah. by the bank, yeah. exactly. There's a SunTrust one. There, right there's there. one there, yeah. My suggestion, <laughs> and you're going to hate me for it, is to, instead of going to the food court, go downstairs to Marta, go up a few stops, and find a place close to either Midtown or North Avenue or Art Center to eat. You will get served quicker because you'll be out at the Dragon Con Hub. You'll be able to sit down and eat food, and you'll be back probably about the same time as it would take for you to stand and wait for a table to open. You might even be able to go down one stop to five points. Yeah, five points too. Yeah. Exactly. And there's a ton of restaurants Mm -hmm. right around there too. That is my suggestion. Now, if they do go in and they add more seating because of Dragon Con, then great on them. Absolutely, that, that's the way to go. And they have room for a lot more tables and chairs. If, if the, they don't fill the area, you're going to see they were, they were not planning for us at all here. Um, that is my suggestion, is to get away from the Dragon Con bubble and go elsewhere for food this year. Okay. Well, and, you know, that's not actually bad advice any year. Um, True. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, and just be prepared because no matter where you go, you're going to have to wait for food. <laughs> uh, I found that that's, uh, you know, if you, you, once you step outside, then you got to deal with like everybody else who's in town. So, yeah, I mean, uh, there's that. Right. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. And so there's no, as far as you know, there's no new restaurants or anything or old ones that are not there. Anymore. No, I didn't see any of the, any changeover that was noticeable. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, thanks for that. Report. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Be interesting to see what that's like during the convention as well. Um, another news item. Uh, we haven't really talked about this either. The dragon con blood drive. They uh, released the new shirt design. And of course it looks beautiful and amazing. Um, and one of the, one of the big things that, uh, I think, you know, Dragon Con should be proud of is how much interest and activity they get with the blood drive. It's just a huge thing that happens with Life South Community Blood Center, uh, at the scene at Dragon Con. Just, it seems like constantly they're just, they're just uh-huh. pumping blood out of people all day <laughs> long. Um, so, uh, it is something that, uh, definitely we encourage people to check out. Uh, and it starts on as early as Thursday. And goes until Monday. And uh, and when you do give blood, you get a nice, really cool design shirt. So, um, And, yeah, you can see that. We'll have a link to it if you guys haven't seen the design already. We can, we'll have a link to that on the show notes as well. Uh, other news items. The Dragon Awards are now up for voting. Uh, all the, nomina- the nomination process is over. So uh, they've uh, they've selected the categories, the nominees for the dragon awards. And uh, you'll have to register first, but once you register, I think within a few days, they send you a ballot link, uh, which is off, uh, which is on survey monkey, I think. And then you just, you know, take a, take your picks, highlight those, send it in and, uh, and then wait to see who's going to be awarded uh, during the convention. So 
a lot of uh, cool, familiar uh, names on that award list. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, uh, well, best wishes to all the nominees, right? That's what we say. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Dragon Con has also released um, the epic photo ops information. So uh, there's, of course, tons and tons and tons of celebrities that are going to be at Dragon Con. And the official uh, celebrity photographer is Epic Photo Ops. I think it used to be Froggy a while back, but I think they changed to Epic a couple years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, so if you want to arrange your schedule around getting your picture with... Uh, I was going to name a person that's going to be there, and it just totally lost all, my mind. All the so, people Mike and Mary are about to announce. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Uh, you can find out times and prices, which is oh so helpful uh, because um, usually signature prices are not advertised before you get to the Walk of Fame. So one thing I've noticed also is that for those people who are just interested in getting a signature, you can kind of get an idea on how much the signature is going to be based on the, the cost of the photo because usually they're about the same. Like, if you want to get both, yeah, you can pretty much double it. Like, for example, for those people who want to wait in line and get David Tennant's autograph and photo, I do know that the photo is $100. Just for David Tennant. Um, and I think they have other, yeah, they're going to have group shots. So you can team up with uh, David and Freema. Uh, you can actually team up with David, Freema, and um, Catherine, who's going to be there. Yeah, um, some friends who've already done that. They, uh, the, the, all the Gotham guests, all the iZombie guests, all the uh, Farscape guests, uh, Wyona Earp guests. The I'm sorry, Wyona Earp. Yep, the Wyona Earp. Yep, of course. Uh, I think we know someone who's definitely going to be there for that. Uh, the Shazam guests, because there's two people here for Shazam, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, they just announced. Uh, I shouldn't. I'm not going to spoil your. Uh, your announcement, so I won't say that one. But uh, uh, even things like Warehouse 13, Walking Dead, V, old school guys, V. Like if you want to get your uh, picture taken with the the stars of the V miniseries from back in the day, it's possible. So all that information is available online. So check that out so you can um, schedule your con accordingly. Because some of the guests are only going to be doing it for one or two days. Truth. So awesome. Well, that's, that's the news. And so I guess we'll get right to speaking of the photos. Well, let's uh, hear who are the latest guest announcements that you can get your photos taken with. So Mike and Mary, take it away. All right, folks, we are about to get started on a very long list. Yeah. Can I, yeah. Can we just say Uh, that uh, before Mike, I'll be over here in the corner drinking. Okay. (laughs) How's that different than any other day? Well, this time I'm talking about it. I see. Okay. Um, yeah, because uh, DragonCon has been fast and furious with the guest announcements since we last recorded. So. Okay, and this is as of today's listing. So we got all the current ones. Uh, but they literally have been adding big stars. So, Mary, I'm going to let you go first. We're at the bottom of the list. Okay, let's do it. 
Marv Wolfman has created more characters for television, animation, movies, and video games than any other creator since Stan Lee. At Marvel, Wolfman has, was a creator and writer of Blade, The Vampire Hunter, Black Cat, Bullseye, and many more. At DC, Marv co-created the new Teen Titans, Deathstroke, Vigilante, and dozens more. And he's going to be working on the new Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover happening for DC later mm. on TV. Ooh. Atlanta Trombone Assemble was started in 1997 and continues today as one of the premier community trombone assembles in America. Members come from Atlanta area music community and consist of professional musicians, educators, and weekend warriors who all share a love of the trombone. Jason A. Stiff's credits include King of the Hill for Fox, SpongeBob SquarePants, Avatar The Last Airbender, Invader Zim, Dora the Explorer, and numerous other titles. Performing in cosplay, pirate garb, and occasionally playing clothes, the Misbehaving Mavens are a bald, body nerd folk band comprised of four women from the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area with a love and repertoire of feminist, sex-positive music, LGBTQIA-positive, representation, parodies, and fandom references. Kevin McGuire is an artist, writer, and creator primarily known for his 1987 debut series, Justice League International, with writers Keith Griffin and Mark Dematai. From there, he was penciler on Adventures of Captain America, Batman Confidential, The Cat and the Bat, Created Equal, and X-Men Forever with writer Fabian Nieza. Donnell Logue is an actor, producer, and writer. His roles include... The Tao Steve, Sons of Anarchy, Vikings, and the sitcom Grounded for Life. He portrayed Detective Harvey Bullock in Fox's Gotham and had a recurring role in NBC's Law & Order Special Victims Unit as Lieutenant Deacon Murphy. Landlocked. From the highlands of Scotland to the more, more infested plains of Spain, two men met among, uh, upon the seas and decided to share their love of Celtic and pirate music with the masses. Landlocked plays music that ranges from traditional Irish tunes to voice and drum sea shanties, along with modern Celtic pub favorites. Keith Giffen is a comic book artist and writer. He's best known for his works for DC Comics on their Legion of Superheroes and Justice League titles, as well as for being the co-creator of Lobo. His next project, soon to be announced, is a dream come true for him. Dan Fogler is an actor, comedian, and writer. He has appeared in the films Balls of Fury, Good Luck Chuck, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and currently stars on The Walking Dead as Luke. Colleen Doran is a New York Times bestselling artist for the Neil Gaiman graphic novel Trollbridge and Stan Lee's autobiographical Amazing, Fantastic, Incredible Stan Lee, which earned a young adult's Library Services Great Graphic Novels for Teens nomination. Books she has illustrated have won Eisner and Harvey Awards. J.M. DeMattei has written a variety of memorable projects for comic books, television, and novels, from the epic drama of Spider-Man, Craven's Last Hunt, to the comedy adventure of Justice League International, the autobiographical Brooklyn Dreams, to the surreal space fantasy of Moonshadow. Crux Shadows, one of the most notable dark wave bands internationally. The Crux Shadows motto is live, love, be, believe. And it serves to be reminded that while the Crux Shadows may write catchy songs, the band has depth that extends beyond the dance floor. Quivering humdingers are magical masters of musical hijinks and, and mayhem. 
and will wizard rock your the tea towel right off your house elf. Oh my lord. Okay. You're their unique blend of 80s new wave, 50s doo-wop, straight up pop rock, and old-timey sing-songy comedy will leave you laughing and crying for more. That is Jill a mouthful. Jill Thompson is a comic book writer and illustrator who has worked for stage, film, and television. Well known for her work on Neil Gaiman's The Sandman characters and her own Scary Godmother series. She has worked on The Invisibles, Swamp Thing, and Wonder Woman as well. Harvey Galen is currently one of the leads in the new FX dark comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. Galen previously appeared in The Magicians, Eye Candy, Huge, Little America, Room 104, The Good Place, Raising Hope, and more. A world-renowned bodybuilder and actor, Lou Ferrigno, has played many roles calling for someone really big, but none as famous as the Incredible Hulk. Since then, Ferrigno has appeared on Con Men, King of Queens, lent his voice to Adventure Time, and much, much more. Olivia Dudley is an actress who is known for her horror film roles, such as Chernobyl Diaries, The Vatican Tapes, and Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. For her roles in television, television series such as the sci-fi show magicians and for her work on the internet sketch group five second films hale appleman is known for playing toby cobb in the 2007 film teeth and elliot in the television fantasy series the magicians a tv series based on the novel the same by lev grossman he has played the magician elliot since 2015 Continuing to emerge as one of Hollywood's most engaging and sought-after talents, Stephen Strait is currently starring as Jim Holden, the lead on the hit sci-fi series The Expanse, which is moving to Amazon for its fourth season. Stephen has pre- was previously seen on the Star's hit series Magic City. Wes Chapman has appeared in films in such as In the Valley of Aliyah, W, The Help, and the Philly Kid and plays Caster in The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Part 1 and 2. Since 2015, he has starred as Amos Burton in Prime Video's The Expanse. Dustin Rhodes. Ever since the WWE universe, everyone has come to know the dangerous decadence of the man in gold, and it's safe to say they will never truly forget his name. Dustin Rhodes, formerly known as Gold Dust. Gold Dust is a twisted enigma wrapped in a package of many surprises. Rockney S. O'Bannon, television writer, screenwriter, and producer, he prides himself on creating shows that truly aren't like anything else and pushing the boundaries of science fiction genre. He has created five original television series so far, Farscape, Sequest, Defiance, Cult, and Alien Nation. Brian Henson is the chairman of the Jim Henson Company and is an award-winning director, producer, and writer for film and television. He is also a technological innovator and skilled puppeteer. Credits include Farscape, Labyrinth, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge, and The Happy Time Murders. Alice Dineen is a puppeteer and writer. Credits include The Muppets, Jack's Big Musical Show, Sesame Street, Puzzle Place, and multiple projects for the Jim Henson Company, including Splash and Bubbles, Sid the Science Kid, Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow, and Netflix The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Ben Browder. In 1999, Jim Henson Productions teamed with the Sci-Fi Channel to produce Farscape, where Ben Browder was cast to play the main character, American astronaut John Crichton. Browder returned to the Sci-Fi Channel as he joined the cast of Stargate SG-1 for its ninth season in 2005. 
Peter Brook is a creative supervisor for Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Brook started at the shop in 1988 as a sculptor on Jim Henson's The Storytellers. Credits include Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge, Where the Wild Things Are, Dinosaurs, and the Netflix series The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Paul Blackthorne is a British-born actor, director, producer, and philanthropist who currently stars as Captain Quentin Lance in this hit series, Arrow. Blackthorne is also well-known for his starring role as the inimitable Harry Dresden in The Dresden Files. Tala Ash is an actress known for her roles on the television series Smash American Odyssey and As the World Turns, as well as a regular role as Zari Tomaz on the CW superhero series Legends of Tomorrow, from which she drew praise for critics and fans alike. Scott McGee is the senior director of original programming for Turner Classic Movies, where he oversees the creation of original productions for the network. Karen Casey is an actor and writer. She can be currently seen as Bertie on The Walking Dead as Mrs. Sinclair on Stranger Things and Gina on The Gifted. Wesley and the Crushers is a modern, one-of-a-kind musical explosion that is both geeky and passionate. Passionate in their admiration and love for all things geeky, and completely geeked out in their approach to their number one passion, music. Euralis is the chief creative officer of Black Heroes Matters, creative director at Black Ops LLC, and creative for Wesley Snipes' Dark Matter Magic Studios. Weird and Mysterious Rock and Roll. The Tomb Tones are a campy horror rock trio from Atlanta, Georgia, that play a mean set of originals that range from zombie girlfriends to parties at Horror Beach. The Tomb Tones will put on a show that will have you screaming for more. The Muckers are a five-piece folk rock band from Atlanta. With a strong emphasis on Irish music, the band also blends the emphasis of gypsy music, sea santies, country, rockabilly, and anything else they can get their hands on. The name doesn't mean what you think it means. Dacker Stoker is the great-grandnephew of Bram Stoker and the co-author of Dracula the Undead and The Lost Journal of Bram Stoker. Melanie Scarfarlo is best known for her particular role on sci-fi's modern western drama Wyona Earp. She has multiple credits in the sci-fi horror genre with notable roles in the Saw franchise and recent RoboCop reboot. She has also appeared on the popular series such as Desert Nine Survivor, Supernatural, and Warehouse 13. Actress Kim Rhodes is best known, most known for her portrayal as Sheriff Jody Mills on Supernatural and for the brief-lived spinoff, The Wayward Sisters. She's also known as Ensign Lindsay Ballard in the Ashes to Ashes episode of Star Trek Voyager. The sci-fi janitors are Dragon Con's very own geeky ambassador to puppetry. Bob and Carl were conceived by Michael Goodwin and are performed by Matt Nitsche and Bo Brown. Southern Gothic swing sensation Mahaley's Grave is a merry band of miscreants who bring a rockin' ragtime sound peppered with gypsy spirits. This big band hot jazz soundtrack of Southern Sin, Hard Livin', Vigilante Justice, and More Than a Touch of Voodoo is dark and danceable. Born in Toronto, Ontario, Greg Lawson is a Canadian actor who's best known for his portrayal of Goodman in the miniseries Klondike and Dr. Emerson in Dawn Anna as well as a recurring role in Wyona Earp, Heartland, and Blackstone. Colton Haynes landed the role of Jackson Whitmore in the 2011 MTV series Teen Wolf. Beginning in 2012, he was a recurring member on the CW's Arrow, playing Roy Harper, a street thug who idolizes the Arrow and later becomes his protege, Arsenal. 
Geekpella is a Florida-based acapella group specializing in songs from anime, video games, and pop culture. They're here to bring you fun singing, cosplay, and laughter abroad. Enjoy a live performance featuring songs from Dragon Ball Z, Mario, and other nerdy geeky goodness that you just won't want to miss. Francois Chow is best known for his roles as Dr. Pierre Chang in ABC's Lost, Dr. Chang in the film 21 and Over, and since 2015 as industrialist Jules-Pierre Mao, a recurring character on the sci-fi's Expanse. Chow has also performed in Stargate SG-1, The X-Files, Casey Undercover, and more. William Zopka is an Academy Award-nominated American actor, screenwriter, and film producer. He is best known for playing bully types in several popular 80s films, such as his role as Johnny Lawrence in the 1984 The Karate Kid. Zopka recently reprised his role for the new series Cobra Kai. Whoa. Okay, I thought I was reading it wrong, but here it is. (laughs) (laughs) He's here! He's here! (laughs) Oh, wait, we have to do it properly. He's here. Yes, that's right. He's here. (laughs) William Shatner is an actor and novelist who gained worldwide fame and became a cultural icon for his portrayal of James T. Kirk in the television series Star Trek from 1966 to 1969, Star Trek the Animated Series, and in seven of the subsequent Star Trek feature films. What does God need with a sci-fi con? He asks himself that all the time. <laughs> My God, what am I doing in Atlanta? Those dollar dollar bills, yo. Oh, you know it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen Jason Martin on Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Full House, and heard him in a goofy movie, Hocus Pocus, Spirited Away, Fairly Odd Parents, and Young Justice. He's the guy from that show having to perform in films, television, video games, apps for over 30 years. Ralph Macchio starred in the Outsiders movie as Johnny, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. And he also starred in The Karate Kid 1 and 2 in the new series Cobra Kai, as well as My Cousin Vinny. He recently competed on Dancing with the Stars. Martin Cove is best known for his role as Cobra Kai sensei John Kreese in The Karate Kid. He reprised his role as Kreese in the 1986 hit sequel, The Karate Kid Part 2, the 1989 sequel, The Karate Kid Part 3, and the new series, Cobra Kai. The murder of Jane Crow is ruffling feathers around the world with their unique fusion of goth cabaret, classical music, and gypsy storytelling at once theatrical and deeply personal. This quartet of crows delivers their own their very own style featuring piano, violin, guitar, and rich vocal harmonies. Jake the Snake Roberts is an American actor and semi-retired professional wrestler. Throughout his career, he is known for his intense and cerebral promos, his dark charisma, and his extensive use of psychology in his matches, and his innovation and use of the DDT finishing move. And he also carried a really big snake with him. David Blue is an actor best known for playing geek hero Eli Wallace on sci-fi's Stargate Universe, vampire hacker Logan Griffin on CBS's Moonlight, the lovable Cliff St. Paul on ABC's Ugly Betty, and the nefarious Rick Twitler on Nickelodeon's Henry Danger. As an actor and a choreographer, Mark Steger has worked in feature films, television, and live performances, creating characters with unique physical and emotional roles. His work includes Stranger Things, American Horror Stories, World War Z, The Pact, 
I am legend at the devil's door and stand against evil. Marisol Nichols is an actress best known for her roles as Nadia Yassir on the Fox series 24 and Hermione Lodge on the CW drama series Riverdale. Nichols also appeared in The Gates, Injustice, Teen Wolf, and more. Erin Gray is an American actress perhaps best known for her roles as Kate Summers in the situation comedy Silver Spoons and as Colonel Wilma Deering in the science fiction television series Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. For over two decades, Gray has performed in over a dozen feature films. Chris Williams stars as Jefferson Pierce, the titular character in CW's Black Lightning. Audiences may recognize Williams from Friday Night Lights, Cold Case, Prison Break, Close to Home, The West Wing, Veronica Mars, Law and Order, SVU, ER, NYPD Blue, Grey's Anatomy, then Living Single, among others. Aurelio Voltaire is a media personality and retrospective authority on all things gothic, horror, sci-fi, steampunk, and involving geek culture. He is often referred to as a modern-day renaissance man, having achieved success in the field of animation, music, comics, books, and toys. James Ramar is an actor and voice artist. He, pl- he has played Richard in Sex in the City, Ajax in The Warriors, Albert Gams in 48 Hours, and Harry Morgan in Dexter. In 2017, Ramar was cast as Peter Gamby on the superhero drama series Black Lightning. Jordan Calloway can currently be seen as Kalal or Painkiller on CW's Black Lightning and on CW's Riverdale as Chuck Clayton. Previously, Calloway has appeared in Disconnected, Unfabulous, Drumline 2, House of Lies, Freakish, Life of King, Pure Genius, and more. Nafessa Williams is currently starring opposite Cress Williams, who is Jefferson Pierce, in the CW drama Black Lightning, playing the role of Anissa Pierce, the passionate and quick-witted daughter of Pierce. Williams can also be seen in Netflix's Burning Sands playing Toya. She also recently appeared in the highly anticipated reboot of Twin Peaks. Steve Whitmire is a puppeteer who started working for the Jim Henson Company and The Muppet Show, where he delivered his first major character, Rizzo the Rat. When Jim passed away in 1990, Windermere took over the roles of Kermit the Frog and Ernie. Keegan Connor Tracy can now be seen on ABC's Once Upon a Time as the Blue Fairy. Other work includes roles on Beggars and Choosers, Stargate SG-1, Jake 2.0, The 4400, Psych, Battlestar Galactica, Supernatural, and the Joffrey Sachs film White Noise. Metalstrom is a live rock band karaoke. Guests sign up like regular karaoke, but seen on stage with an actual band. They have a staple to go to event in Atlanta for 15 years and counting, still selling out every Friday and Saturday night. That's kind of cool. Before her current series regular role in DC's Legend of Tomorrow, Jess McAllen starred in Mistresses. She also appeared in the pilot Crash and Burn and has guest starred in numerous other series, including Red Band Society, NCIS Los Angeles, Grey's Anatomy, Shameless, Justified, and The Protector. Best known as Walter from the Disney feature films, The Muppets and The Muppets Most Wanted, Peter Lentz has a long acting career in film and TV puppetry. His characters can be seen on Sesame Street, Bear in the Big Blue House, Between the Lions, 30 Rock, and many more. Mary Chieffo, who plays Laurel, the battle deck commander of the Klingon ship on Star Trek Discovery, has acting in her blood. Among her film and television credits are Natural Disasters, Girls, 
Girls, Girls, The Perfect Fit, Miss Dial, and Shelby's Vacation. Christine Adams stars opposite of Cress Williams as Lynn on the CW's newest DC comic series, Black Lightning. Prior to this, she has portrayed Agent Weaver on the hit ABC series, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and had recurring roles in The Mentalist, Legends, Pushing Daisies, and many more. Carl Urban is best known for playing Aomer in the second and third installments of Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings trilogy and Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy in Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. He recently played Billy Butcher in the series The Boys. Jack Quaid, the son of actors Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan, made his acting debut with a minor role in the science fiction film The Hunger Games. Quaid went on to play the leading role of the vigilante in prime video superhero series, The Boys. And that is it. (sighs) We need to get you some training on cutting down that list, Faber. No, I... I... No, that is not would, too many. I started with 22 I, I pages like worth. Another, so. Oh, my God. I another. So this is the cut down list, Mary. Bartender. <laughs> wait, wait, did we did we name we Carl did. Urban? He was right before Jack Quaid. Okay. Right. Were you not okay, listening right, right. to that masterpiece? Sure. One more no, time. Actually, Excuse no. me. <laughs> so let's, let's start over at the beginning, Mary. So Mike is listening this one. I I trust you guys immensely. (laughs) And while you guys while you guys were trying your hardest not to butcher any names. Yes. And while Darren was over there drinking, I was doing an informal poll to see which celebrity was the most expensive photo op. And the survey came out too. All right. In in third place, we have William Shatner at ninety dollars. There is a tie for second, a three-way tie, $100, and that is for Zachary Levi, David Tennant, and George Takei. But the winner and champion, and boy, you're going to have to shell out the money if you want to get a picture with this guy at Dragon Con, at $130, it is Robert Englund. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I know. None of you expected that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, everybody else is is everybody else wow. is like seventy. And he was he was ninety. I think it's shady. Uh, Shatner's Shatner's ten dollars under Takah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a little shady. Oh, that's a little shady. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> I, I yeah yeah yeah. So so anyway, thank you guys so much for not just doing it uh, this time, but uh, and of course, Mary, we feel Darren and I Whenever feel your pain not because around. we both had to do it this year as well. <laughs> Like, oh so, no, not the list. Thanks, Mike. No, hey Mike, thanks for cutting down the list. It would be wonderful. <laughs> Favor, you did such a great job. We could have read twenty-two pages worth this time. All right. All right. Yeah, we could have, but then this that would the we would not have time for anything else on the show. So um <laughs> or we could be like in the stranger things and do the never ending story, you know. It is our time for our main topic, which is what we are looking forward to this year, Dragon Con 2019. So I'm very eager to hear specifically what you guys are interested in. We heard from a lot of different people. So we're going we're gonna to be all over the place with telling you all this stuff that we're, it's going to seem overwhelming. 
And this is just this is just a fraction of the things that goes on at DragonCon. So these are the things that you can probably find us at, the things that we're going to be excited about, and uh, certainly we will hold no. I will have I will hold no one like you know responsible for not coming to anything that I'm going to be at because while there's going to be plenty of things that I'm at, there's going to be a hundred other things going on that's going to be equally or if not more cool. So, uh, but. Uh, let's start with you, Mary. What specifically, can you name one thing that you're looking forward to this year at DragonCon? Ooh, um, so many, but honestly, just, I know I, I know I always say these two things, but they're still true. Seeing my friends and drinking a lot of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a close one and two. They kind of swap. (laughs) It's like a combo factor, you know, like double points if you do both things. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh darren is that uh sort of the same for you as well or um that that's too for uh hanging out with some friends and drinking yes. heavily i mean why why not <laughs> <laughs> we're there but drink responsibly kids drink now responsibly. now uh mary are there any um sort of official things uh meaning guests or panels or events that uh you're definitely looking mm. forward to um well, we always do some of the parties. We always go to the last party on Alderaan, and we usually end up at a rave. Those are pretty cool. Um, I I don't really go to panels. I know that's like blasphemous, but um, I might do like some of them are hard to get like into. one a year. And um, to be honest, I mean there are a lot of really great celebrities on this list. Like, please don't take this the wrong way. But uh, all the ones that I really have wanted to see that are attending this year, I've already seen. So I probably won't like, I yeah. might try to see like David Tennant maybe cause I've never seen him, but to be honest, I probably just won't want to fight the crowds. Yeah. Um, unfortunately the, you know, I love, like I love being a guest. I love being a guest. I love participating. I love being at uh, having a table in the comic and pop artist alley. I love participating in panels, but the one thing that I don't get a chance to do is to go to panels. Uh, and there are some, there, there's nothing's been, you know, there's no official schedule yet, but I know that two of the panels that I'm really going to miss out on, actually it will say three is um, David, uh, obviously the David and whoever he's with, you know, I mean, obviously Freeman's here as well. Catherine's here. So there's going to be a doctor who panel with David and, and friends on there. Right. So that's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm also huge, huge fan of Farscape, celebrating its 20-year anniversary this year. And they've got a bunch of guests, including the showrunner, uh, the two of the showrunners and producers of the show, which uh, I'm just, uh, man, it kills me that I won't be able to go to that celebration, that panel. Um, and then also uh, iZombie. There's a lot of folks here from iZombie. It just ended. It sees, they had its sees series finale uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'd love to hear the cast because almost all of them are here. Talk about the season and how much the show meant to them, and everything like that. So that's that's really awesome, and I wish I could attend those, but I probably will not be able to attend any of that stuff. So, so uh, Darren, what about you? Any 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 spotlights as far as panels or guests for you? Um, not really. I'm like Mary. It's uh, pretty much. I, I've seen a whole bunch of people. Uh-oh, oh, there's Sorry. Angry typing. Um, <laughs> angry typing. It is a mute angry button. Angry typing. Um, I know. I yeah. thought I. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I've seen pretty much everybody I want to see. I might uh, swing by the uh, Hall of Fame and see uh, George because it's always nice to like bond with your with your chosen people, right? So that might happen. Um, but otherwise, I, I'm I'm gonna take it as a relaxicon and kind of do what I want to do and and enjoy riding the dragon and not really. Um, have a lot on my plate. I, I hear I'm talking about a movie at some point. Um, I got to put that on my schedule. Um, and of course I'll be at parties um, during the night for at least a little bit, but uh, probably uh, yeah, just hanging out with friends and yeah. having a good time. Probably gaming. Probably I'll do oh, some awesome. gaming this year. I haven't, I haven't taken, I haven't carved out some time to do some gaming in a long time and I yeah, should really get same. to that. So Thing. Yeah, add that to my list. Yeah, like a good, like quick, and by quick, I mean like two to three hours D and D match would be wonderful. Just to take a break in the day, you get to sit down and have some air conditioning. You could bring a coke and some snacks, and you can play some D and D, and it's sweet. I like it. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, Mike, now I know that you don't do the celebrity thing, and I know that uh, with your schedule, you don't have time to do a lot of uh, go to panels that you're not on. So I guess uh, it's as good as time as any for us to talk about the the panels that sure. we're going to be on. And since your since your schedule is a lot more massive than mine, uh, tell us about what the what panels. Well, my you're panels this year actually have been fluctuating a little bit. You know, there's been some, a little bit of conflict with times changing and, you know, where's the layout going to be and, you know, stuff like that. But so far, it looks like I'm going to be doing uh, probably nine or ten panels. And it should be, you know, as they like to say, it all is relative and it's just going to be interesting to see what they actually come up with for me so uh but basically i think what i'm supposed to be doing starts on friday and i have right now nine panels i'm going to be doing on fr- on friday at 10 a.m starting early uh spider-man your friendly far from home web crawler and that is going to be over in the Marriott. Um, then I'm going to be doing a lot this year with the digital media group. And so we're going to be doing creating digital media, the art of live podcasting. And we're talking about Twitch and YouTube and some other ways of doing podcasting. Uh, that's going to be over at the Hilton. Uh, then we have, and this is all Friday at 1 p.m., uh, then at 5.30, we're doing Earth Station One presents Galaxy Quest 20th Anniversary. So it should be a lot of fun. And it's going to be me, you, and Darren's going to be on that also. Come on, Mary. You should join us, too. It could be a big, big reunion of... Uh... Aw, that would be fun. Join us. It would be great. <laughs> What, when is it? Yeah, I don't think I don't think the four of us have ever been. I don't even know if the four of us have actually <laughs> ever been in the same place. At, <laughs> hey, I've been on the at the same time. We've, we've never been at an official no. place at DragonCon. No, the, the, the DragonCon <laughs> Con Report crew needs to get together at least one time this year and like get some sort of show that we actually like each other. You know, it'd be good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We have though, haven't we all Liar. been on like the, the the show recording? Haven't we all been there? Yes, for that? we have. Yeah, but we have pie, so nobody remembers. Oh, that. okay. And, and nobody and nobody knows whether to take it. Nobody knows. You're assuming we're not going to have pie. <laughs> right? That is very time. Time. Yeah, that's true. 
So Saturday, I'm going to be doing at 10 a.m. the Sci-Fi Roller Panel, Batman's 80th anniversary at 10 a.m. Yeah, I know. Oh, dear God. But he's still Batman. He's old. Then at 1 p.m., Earth Station Who is going to be deconstructing Doctor Who. And we're going to be talking about what makes the Doctor the Doctor. And then at... uh, That's it for Saturday. So it's a very light day. Um, I know then also I'm doing a James Bond panel um on sunday at eleven thirty, and then i know at 4 p.m we're doing audio 101 how to get started in digital media that's my basically my class on how to do podcasting and then we're going to be doing uh, pitch the digital media pros kind of like shark tank for podcasting and so that's at 7 p.m all at the Hilton and we'll be doing that with the podcasting track or new media track as they like to call it. And then on Monday I am doing Russian doll, uh, which is an awesome show on Netflix. And we're doing that at 1130 over in the Marriott. And then I also know I'm also now on a bill and Ted's panel with uh, the alternate history. So I'm going to be doing that with Dr. Q. So it's pretty awesome. So that's my schedule. That is a pretty uh, pretty big schedule. So what is Fact. it? Is that, yeah. that's it 10? will be 10 when it's done. <laughs> when it's done. that's uh, And then there could be an yes. opening for I've, I I've, There's know, a couple so. other I'm in talks to be on. So, you know, I don't need to sleep. Mm-hmm. Nah, not at all. Uh, well, I will be on two of those panels. Uh, though that's, that's half my panel schedule right there. Uh, I will be on uh, four panels scheduled to be on four panels this year. Uh, the Earth Station One uh, presents Galaxy Quest 20th anniversary. That's on Friday uh, in the American Sci-Fi Classics room. Uh, you, me, uh, Darren. Oh, quite else a few people me? actually will. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a it's a American Sci-Fi Classics one. So actually, there's probably like everybody in the room exactly. is considered to be on. Actually, I know our friend Will Nix is going to be much. on that panel. I also know. Uh, Tara Newman is going to be on that panel with us. And also one of our patrons is going to be on that one. Jennifer Ooh. Adams is going to be on it with us. See, it does. It does. See, pay you're to telling you. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, and then on Saturday I have uh, the other three panels uh, starting with uh, one o'clock at the, uh, in the Brit track is the Earth Station Who uh, presents uh, Deconstructing Doctor Who. Uh, you, myself, and Mary Ogle, uh, the crew members of ESW, along with Michael Faulkner and... Tara uh, Newman. Uh, is that it? For that also. Tara Newman. All right. So, so we've got a full crew for that one. That's going to be awesome. Uh, and then at 4 o'clock on... Uh, this is uh, different because... Uh, it's on a Saturday at four o'clock in America's Mart, uh, near the comics and pop art area. It is the Tiki pop art panel. This is the fourth one that we're doing. It's called, uh, uh the fourth one, uh, yeah, the, uh, annually that we've been doing. Uh, this one is a little bit different though. Uh, it's called show us your Tiki. Wow. And, oh my. Uh, it's, it's a, a Tiki pop art panel. Does this require an ID check to get it? <laughs> it's a Tiki Pop Art panel from a different perspective. Instead of from the artist's perspective, it's from the collecting uh, angle. So from paintings to sculptures to mugs, uh, panelists and audio audience can reveal their, uh, talk about their most prized possessions and iconic items. Uh, it'll be myself, Derek Anniger, 
Jonathan from Horror and Clay and uh, Sarah, uh, a collector uh, that I Woo! know in the area, a local collector that's also uh, does a lot of uh, stuff for the local <laughs> movie and TV scene here. She's going to be joining us as well. So very excited to have the four of them. And then it's going to be, we're going to, we encourage big time audience participation in that one. So, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then last, but certainly not least, at 10 p.m. on Saturday, I will be the host. Uh, I will be the master of ceremonies as uh, in the American Sci-Fi Classics Room as the world premiere of the official world premiere of the movie Troublemaker, uh, which is a movie all about our good friend Dave West uh, from Needless Thing podcast. There, uh, there's been a movie made about him, feature length. And, uh, and so we will, uh, we will be showing the movie and, uh, and then afterwards having a short Q and a about it. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Dave West will be there as well as the director, uh, will be there as well. And, uh, I will be, uh, like I said, hosting. So very, very excited to do that. I'm very excited for Dave. Uh, this is, uh, a project that he's been involved with for, I think, uh, over a year now. So, uh, be cool to see that happen. So, um, and I do believe that uh, we'll hear from Dave a little bit later on the show. He can tell you a little bit more about that as well as uh, some of the other things he's part of this year. And and that's it as far as panels go. So my schedule is really light. Other than that, I will be at my table in Artist Alley, uh, Pop uh, the comic Artist Alley, not to be confused with the Art Alice Artist Alley, uh, which I think is still in the Hilton. No. Hi. Hi. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I will be there all the other times. So come by and visit. Uh, usually I know I haven't got my table number yet, but usually I'm next to Tiki zombie artist, Peter Cutler. So you can, uh, check, uh, his artwork out, art, artwork out as well. And, uh, I'm pleased to announce we'll have two guests with us as well at our table for most of the weekend. Their schedule isn't a hundred percent yet, but they will be at the table certainly uh, with us on Saturday. And that is Ricky and Bambi from radio cult. Uh, will be there uh, at my table uh, with us. Uh, they'll have some merchandise that they'll be selling. They won't be performing uh, this year, but uh, they'll be there. And of course, you know, Ricky from uh, Ricky and Bambi from some of their appearances on the earth station one podcast, as well as uh, their bands, radio cult and uh, possible King Ramos. So I'm very excited to be sharing the table with them. And um, that's, that's what we're up to. And that's a lot. <laughs> so uh, there, we want to hear what uh, some of the other things that uh, are going on. And we've got some requests to talk about some of the official events that are going on. So uh, Darren, I, I think we have a list of short yeah. list in front of you. We have, we have a short list of parties, and I'm going to go through uh, some of them. Um, for those of us who think Dragon Con starts on Wednesday, <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait, 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 usually it everyone, I, it doesn't officially start on Wednesday. However, yet. some of us, <laughs> yeah, yet, some of us like to show up, and we typically can be found at the Pulse Bar in the Marriott or in the Hyatt Bar. Um, which I kind of nicknamed Ten Forward because it kind of looks like Ten Forward if you pretend everything's dark <laughs> in a spaceship. So. You know, hang out there. That'll be fun. On Thursday, Thursday's kind of where stuff starts to really get going. I think we have the Dark Crystal Ball, which is uh, called the Gathering of the Gelflings over at the Center for Puppetry Arts. Isn't that Thursday? Yeah, it's off-site, so you're going to have to plan for that. It is Thursday at 7 p.m. It is 21 and up, okay? 
So, but they do have some people there from uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop and people who worked on the Dark Crystal. So, if that is your jam, then I'd say that's where you need to be on Thursday night. For those of you who are new to Dragon Con, Thursday night is when they've started to like start programming. But there are some traditional things that have kind of been fan gatherings of a sort that have occurred. In the past, some of them now have quasi-official con status. Some of them don't, but they're roving through the lobby. So we want to prepare you if you're a noob to these events. The Bunny Hutch, I believe, is uh, was in the Hilton, I believe, last year. Don't know where it is going to be this year. Again, check the app. This is where a bunch of people, mostly the lovely ladies of Dragon Con, dress as Playboy bunnies with a geek bent to it. These ladies work very hard on their costumes. They look balls. If you get a chance to check them out, go compliment them on their cosplay because they really look cool. It's a great way to start off and, the and con. And then, if you understand, sorry, Darren, yep. if what I understand too, it mm-hmm. is a very popular event. It's very so wanted, popular. Uh, find yeah. out where it is. Uh, whether it's online or in the app, find it, once you find out where it is, get there early because there's usually a, li- yeah. a huge line. There's a line to get into that, yeah. Now, if you just want to hang out in the Marriott, <laughs> on Thursday night, there's usually a bunch of people running around in superhero underwear. It's kind of become a Underoos. thing. And, and the group tends to grow every year. So if you have some superhero underwear Thursday night, in the Marriott lobby uh, near the Pulse Bar is kind of where you want to hang out. Also, there's the tradition of the ABC party. We've talked about it before on the show, the anything but clothing party. So if you have little ones and you're walking through the Marriott on Thursday night, you may see people in a state of quasi undress that might be too much for them to handle. So you might want to avoid the Marriott if you have the little ones. Again, we, we talk about Dragon After Dark all the time. Um, these folks will probably have duct tape and paper plates and, um, fluffy animals and all kinds of things they can wear, but they can't wear traditional clothing to this party. So they'll be moving about as well. Now, Friday night, there's something called the Tunage Sock Hop, and it's technically offsite at 255 Cortland Street, and it is a sock hop. So if you've got some 50s gear, and you want to have that sock hop feel, hang on over there. It's a lot of animation going on over there. A lot of uh, cartoon type stuff, hence Tune Age. Yeah, I believe it's hop. actually um, it's, sponsored by the animation track. The animation track. So there you go. So if you, that's your jam, go there. Um, Saturday night, we have the Spectrum Party. That is for the LGBTQIA group at Dragon Con. And uh, does require ID. You must be 21 and up to get into that bad boy. That is going to be Saturday night. Again, not sure where any of this stuff's going to be right now because, of course, <laughs> things are changing um, as we go through our world right here. And I think I have misplaced one of my links for another party, but I'm going to get to right now. The Heroes and Villains Ball is going to be Saturday night as well at 10 o'clock, and it's sponsored by the Dragon Con video gaming track. And DJ Spider is going to be doing that. Uh, DJ Neon is doing the Spectrum Party. Both are excellent DJs. If you get a chance to check them out, you should do that. And that leaves us with the Hilton Wars. Hilton Wars. I guess the Hil- Hilton Wars. This is a new thing that they're calling it, I guess. I've never heard this before, but okay. 
I think this is the. I I think it's that they're. Um, I don't. This is just from the post that I read uh-huh. on their Facebook. But like last year, they were all um, like Jurassic Park oh, okay. themed, and this year they're going to have everything Star Wars. I think themed. That, I thought they were I calling out that, the other hotels to do more in their lobbies. But <laughs> I mean, the other hotels could step I mean, up, yeah. but <laughs> the Hilton is definitely a cooler place to hang yeah. out than yeah, the Hilton's been. trying to get some of that that pulse bar money let's be honest but that's fine and you know what if you can get your drinks quicker at the hilton go go to the hilton i'm fine with that um they start wednesday night 5 to 11 dj dancing bars open papa john's pizza is there they're gonna have some local brews and pretty much this is going on all the way through sunday um they've got a lot of food places they've got a lot of stuff going on they've got a lot of like quick eat places they've got hot dogs they're gonna have um, just quick sats, nuts and pretzels and fruit and some ice cream. Um, the DJ will be outside. And if you love cosplay, the Hilton's a cool play to hang out, place to hang out because a lot of cosplay photo shoots happen on the back stairs of the Hilton. So I would encourage you, if you're into looking at people in costumes and getting some photos, go over there, check out the scene, check out what it's like. And try to get to, um, like, talk to some of the people over there and see if you can, like, go in as a photographer. Or if you have a costume, you might want to check Facebook for a photo shoot for your group. Like, look at Marvel Superhero, DC Superhero, G.I. Joe. You never know what's going to have a photo shoot and you never know where it's going to be. So look for your group on Facebook. That's usually where they post. And you can find out where that group's going to be. Go Meet some people, take some pictures, have a good time, and don't forget to bring your pie. <laughs> never, never forget to bring the pie. That's awesome. And there you go. That's that is that is a tiny. I, I'm sliver. getting exhausted. I'm getting tiny exhausted just covering all these stuff. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine having the energy to actually do it all in a couple of weeks. So um, now, uh, Mike, I know that there's going to be a lot of uh, representation from the ESO network there. A lot of uh, folks that are, are podcasters on the ESO network, as well as some ESO network official events. So, so what's ESO network got going on at the, uh, well, at Dragon officially Conference? ESO is going to be doing our, I think this is going to be our sixth annual meet and greet. And we are going to be doing, you know, it's pretty amazing. And we are going to be doing that on Thursday night. And that is going to be featuring, you know, you know, myself, Mike and other podcasters from the network. And I'll talk about them in a second. Who's going to be there. And it's just going to be a bunch of fun. It's our way of mingling with everybody at home and you know, who's going to be at the con and just like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's talk. Let's just geek out together. I'll be bringing some apple pie, you know, feel free to, you know, partake if you're of age and, you know, just, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, we have the different ESO panels and we have, you know, a couple other, uh, ESO events that are for patrons, but um, right now, you know, if you signed up for our Patreon, you could be there too. But that's on Saturday. So, but it's going to be a lot of fun to actually, you know, enjoy meeting the people who are helping support us a little bit too. So, podcasts that are going to be at the show. It's going to be actually a lot of fun to talk about who's going to be there. And so, we have a lot of shows this year actually and some first timers coming to dragon con so it's of course it's gonna be mike and i from earth station one 
And then you have Mary joining us from Earth Station Who. From the Cigar Nerds, you have Joe and Brad. From Terminus, it's going to be a return to Dragon Con for Nicole Maza. Uh, Daniel from Myopia is going to be there. And we also have, of course, Kevin and Felicity from Flopcast. Kevin's the mayor of Chicken Exactly. Town. She's there every other year. And Kevin, of course, is there every year. Uh, Rusted Robot and Soul Forge, all the way from Canada. Sean Vanderloo is coming for the first time to Dragon Con. That's awesome. That is really fun. And it's going to be great to meet him. And he will be there through Saturday. And then he has a long drive back up. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So he's not going to be there Sunday and Monday, but he'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, From Nerdlist, we have, of course, Chris and Tina. From the new Thunder Talk podcast, which is brand new to the ESO network, we have Chris, Adam, Kowaki, and Beth joining us. Uh, From the 42 cast, we have Nathan. He's going to be here with us. And then from the brand new Double Edge, Double Bill podcast to the network, uh, we have Thomas joining us. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, we have four, a couple former podcasters who are going to be hanging out with us. Uh, Jason and Rita Delatori are going to be uh, hanging a bit with us over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, formerly of Transmissions from Gallifrey and Transmissions from Al- from Atlantis. And I know that uh, Rita's been working on an amazing... I'm not going to spoil no, it. But do not spoil her costume. costume. It is awesome. It's amazing. It's so cool. Yes. No, it's you're, when you see it, folks, it's just going to be pretty awesome. And there's going to be a yeah, ton you're gonna of, to, you're going to get your camera. Exactly. And it's going to be a ton of friends of the show. And, you know, it's going to be like a who's who it, it's like a big family reunion for us. And it's just, it's just like awesome. Yeah. I always like to say that everybody at Dragon Con is a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because we have that, we have that. In oh, common. if we only had those numbers, that. if we only had those numbers. <laughs> I know. Right. We're still working on it. We're, you know, we're, we're getting there. Um, uh, that's awesome. And that's, it's great to see how so many people from the network there. It's always, you're like you said, it's a great family reunion feels like it has that feel to it right from the first day. Cause we all get together and yeah, the meet and greet is not just for people in the network. It's for anybody who wants to talk to us. Anybody wants to talk to anybody on the network. Anybody wants to ask us anything or, just hang out you with know, us. Just hang out. So that's what we're going to be. And uh, yeah, just uh, just come hang out with us. And, um, you know, if you're wearing an ESO Network piece, uh, piece of clothing, I may buy you a drink. I'm just saying, maybe. So, I, thought, we'll I thought you said you would buy anybody who drink just who walked up to you and said howdy. Well, I, I, there has to be a bar close by. There's not a bar close by. I at can't the meet and greet, it's right at a bar. Well, that's what I'm saying. At the meet and greet, yes. Uh, hey, maybe. hey, Mike. Sure. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> no, no. No, no. You have to be wearing a piece of ESO. I can um, scrawl ESO with a Sharpie on anything. Give me five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So we also got some emails from some folks that uh, we got some audio clips and we're going to play those in a bit, but we got some emails that we want to read off from people who are really excited uh, this year as well. Uh, Mary and I are going to take care of those for you. Uh, And I'm going to start with one from uh, Tony, who is the director of the comics programming track. 
Uh, he said, he, this, is, this is my Dragon Con report for comics programming. It's an exciting year for comics programming at Dragon Con. We have so many creators new to Dragon Con this year, as well as bringing back some great guests from the past. It makes it a lot of fun to design panels around so many talented comic bros and incredible artists. It's exciting that the con has given us more room to feature so many of them. This year, we have about 50 total panels for comics and pop art. Uh, And this Tony says, I'm excited to be moderating a panel that reunites Marv Wolfman and George Perez, whose work is truly the stuff of legends. Uh, Another panel Tony's excited to moderate is the Justice League International team of Keith Giffen, J.M. DeMatteis, and Kevin McGuire. Oh, and Mike McCone as well. Uh, that was one of his all-time favorite comics of the 80s. So it's especially exciting for him. We have panels that can spotlight different eras of a character like Wonder Woman from the 70s to today. Amazing panels during the day for kids as well as nighttime panels for the older audiences. There really is something for everyone. And of course, this year, it's the 80th anniversary of Marvel. And they're also celebrating the 80 years of 80 years of Batman. So there's going to be a lots of programming around both of those. Uh, if you are a fan of comics and pop art, you will be looking at this schedule when it comes out, wondering how you're going to find all the hours in the day to watch as many of them as you can. Uh, last year, we tried new ideas, which were really successful. We had two Thursday panels, one meeting in the comics track and one Marvel fan panel. This year, we're doing it again, but even bigger and better. Also last year, we had an evening of comic book improv with Whose Line Is It Comics Edition. It was so popular that we're doing it again. Come, come see us on some of our comics panels this year. It truly is an exciting year for comics fans. And I agree. I am proud to be a member of the comics programming at Dragon Con. So, Tony, thanks so much for that, that uh, highlighted report of what's to come. Um, Mary, I think you've got a, an email as well, correct? Yes, I do. I've got one from Alyssa from New Zealand. Uh, She sent us her email on August 10th, uh, and so it's only two weeks away from leaving for Dragon Con. She gets to leave a little bit earlier than the rest of us. Uh, Holy smokes, granted, yesterday my teenage son asks, what are we making for cosplay? (laughs) Good timing there, kiddo. Uh, um, Alyssa says she's most looking forward to introducing her children to their tribe, the people who create worlds and those who revel in the creation, the people who study the stars and those who wish to fly amongst them, the people who live for the fantastic, the adventures, the weird and the wonderful. We cannot wait. Now, now Mary, were you on the show when Alyssa? Yeah. Yeah. She was really cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting her as well. And I'm really excited for her and her, her family to be enjoying all that is Dragon Con. They're, they're coming from a very long time. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, got an email also from Tim. Tim says, I am, as of 2019, a 17-year attender. In 2014, I met up with three other guys on the Hilton smoking patio to share cigars. Out of that, one of the original four created that created the Dragon Con Cigar Facebook group. It has grown astronomically since then. Our Thursday night meetup is the height of the con for me. So uh, you can look that up by looking at the Facebook group. Um, also, I would imagine, I'm not sure about this, but I would imagine that the ESO's Cigar Nerds will be part of that as well. So, But that is from Tim. Um, I, we also got an email, I think, from Crystal, right, Mary? 
It's Aww. it's good. It's from it says from CRS, and it should say. I think she had too much reading right there already. Oh no, she's wiped out. Yes, I do have the one from Crystal. Sorry, you, you, I was like <laughs> I was like clicking around on them. Um, because I have three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, we do. This is from Crystal. Uh, Hi, this is my fifth year at DragonCon, and as a TV junkie, I'm usually tuning into the media guest list. This year, there are only three or four media panels I'm interested in, so I look forward to doing some gaming. I'm a single-player RPG girl, but it might be fun to play some communal games. I'm also going to be volunteering on a couple of panels. That's awesome. That's very cool, Crystal. That is awesome. Uh, and yeah, that's, it's, it's so funny because everybody has got something a little different, uh, but you know, there's a lot of overlap. There's a huge Venn diagram when it comes to Dragon Con of a lot of things that people Absolutely. share. Um, we also heard from Lee. Now Lee Will- Willis joined us um, to talk about photo ops uh, a few months ago to talk all about that. Dr. Laws, I think uh, you call him, uh, Dr. Laws Photo Lab. And uh, he wrote in saying that we would like to promote two photo shoots at Dragon Con. One is the Reign of Superman photo shoot. It's, an, it's for all powerhouse characters and the Superman family. And it is August 30th at 1 to 2 p.m. at the Hilton. And then there is the Batman Turns 80 photo shoot. Bunch of old guys. No, just, um. <laughs> well, what's up? Oh, we only I, had I, green I, I kryptonite when I was a kid. I want to see an 80-year-old Batman. I do. Uh, all right. So Batman Turns 80 photo shoot. That is uh, celebrating, of course, Batman's 80th birthday. All Gotham characters are welcome. Ooh, that's that, that's a, that could fill a city. Um, it will be Sunday, September 1st, in the evening after the big DC shoot. Uh, they will start around 9 p.m. So all are welcome to come. Even if you're not in costume, you can come and observe and participate. Uh, thanks for allowing us to promote this and having us as a guest, uh, Dr. Law's Photo Lab. That is Lee, Jeff, and Latoya. So we uh, appreciated you guys having uh, having you on the show and uh, look forward to seeing all your photos from uh, the event, and particularly the, from those two events. Um, okay, and certainly last but not least... We have an email from Sky, and Sky prepared us a list. So here we go. Uh, number one, reuniting with faraway friends. Number two, the Tolkien group shoot and the Harry Potter group shoot, which I will be directing and shooting. Number three, the author signings and digging through the book vendors. Number four, the Dresden Files shoots, which are always amazing and have been a big part of DC now for a number of years. Jim Butcher is very inspiring to all of us. Number five, it is so important that even though I recently broke a hip and in a Vietnam vet, I will be there again this year as a multifaceted wizard. Number six, where better to spend your one chance a year to be part of such an amazing and diverse community? Those are awesome. 100% agree. Absolutely. And those are are some of the uh, actual emails that we got uh, that uh, we, re- we were able to read off. There was also a lot of comments uh, from folks posting, including one that I wanted to point out uh, from uh, Jackie, uh, who just said uh, about the DragonCon Con report, you guys rule. That's all. Uh, which I, uh, with Aww. two little thumbs up. Uh, we also heard from good friend of the station, Will Nix, who said, I am looking forward to seeing new and old friends just, and just talking geek. And then finally, we had a comment from uh, Kellen, Kelly Harkins, who runs the American Sci-Fi uh, Fantasy Track, 
who just said you should be looking forward to the American sci-fi fantasy track, which yes, we are. So that's cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes. Uh, and I think that's the sentiment we can, you know, say uh, safely say for all the track directors, uh, they are, uh, they are doing everything they can to put out the best programming that they can. And uh, I don't think you can go wrong at uh, going to any of their panels or, or spending time in any of their rooms. So, well, that's uh, that's all I think we've got as far as uh, what we're doing, what we're looking forward to. Uh, one last thing that I want to end on as far as before we talk, before we get to the newbie talk is, of course, Dragon Con wouldn't be Dragon Con without cosplay. Every year we see some amazing cosplay and it's sort of hard to predict what's going to blow us away. But I'm wondering with all the stuff that's been happening pop culture wise this year, if there's anything in particular that you're looking forward to or any cosplayer or cosplay group that you're looking forward to seeing this year uh, in particular. Uh, Mary, anybody in particular? Oh, my gosh. Um, No, not really. Part of it for me is just enjoying the surprise, to be honest. (laughs) No, absolutely. I, 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 I. I could have never, I think last year when we, when we might've covered this, something like this, I, I, you know, I could have never imagined that I would be walking around the uh, walk of fame area and then just be blown away when I saw uh, people, two people cosplaying characters from the good place. And I just lost, I just, I just lost it. I thought that was more exciting to me than almost anybody that was in the walk of fame. I actually <laughs> saw us. There was a spot on Janet. It was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so, and you know, that of course is going to continue. And obviously the main shows glow has become a huge thing now. Uh, I think, uh, so I would expect that with season three, uh, happening, um, or just being finished. Uh, I would imagine that's going to be as huge as ever. And, uh, that's going to be pretty exciting. Darren, anything or anybody that you're looking forward to seeing? I, I think you're going to see, um, Deadpool's replaced by Thorbowski's. Yay. Oh, so prepare yourselves, <laughs> people, for a lot of Thorbowski. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm ashamed for you. So um, <laughs> I think that's going to be a big shift in uh, cosplay this year, honestly. Um, as far as any – there's always going to be off-the-stuff wall that's going to be hilarious, that's going to you know catch you off guard. And there's uh, a lovely lady in the Dragon Con cosplayer group who – showed off her Marie Kondo cosplay. And if you don't know who Marie Kondo is, it's a show on Netflix where this nice Japanese lady goes into your house and cleans up or tells you how to declutter. Do you have her phone number? And she is iconic (laughs) in her look and style and everything else. And it is, that made me bust a gut at work. Like, and and she has a little button she's going to give out that says, does your cosplay spark joy? If it doesn't, you should throw it out. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the Marie Kondo test on t- sparking joy. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. I think we're going to see a lot of um, fun cosplays. I think people are kind of, with everything going on right now um, in the country and in the world, I think people need to have a little fun. So I think we're going to see a lot of comedy-ish cosplays, not so much the serious craziness. Of course, there'll always be zombies. There'll always be the horror stuff and all that jazz. Then that's fine. Um, but I think we're going to see a bent towards more. Let's just have some fun with it this year, kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there seems to be a lot more, um, a lot more casual 
cosplayers, yeah. if you will. Like a lot of things, like thanks to things like Stranger Things and all that, like, uh, and even I would imagine like the, the new show, The Boys, there's just going to be a lot of like people can wear street clothes with a little bit of modification uh-huh. and, and be a, you know, cosplayer. Totally. So. Mike, anything about anybody uh, that, I mean, we already mentioned Rita's uh, amazing outfit that's going to make its debut. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens, you know, costumes, because I love seeing all the mashups and the surprises, you know, what I'm going to see. I'm tired of seeing all the Deadpools or the Harleys and such. I want to see new stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, people dressed up as Steve from Stranger Things this year in the sailor costume. You know, I want. Oh yeah, we already started to see that at Atlanta. Comic-Con. Oh, exactly. We saw a lot of, a uh, lot of uh, what is it, Ahoy? Exactly. Um, I want to see. You know, I want to see people. You know, it'd be great to see people dressed up as uh, Leo and Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that would be kind of cool. I'd love to see people dressed up as Elton John from Rocket Man. I'd love to see. You know, we're going to see stuff from Avengers. We're going to see Spider-Man. We're going to see, I would love to see someone do a real Mysterio. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> Good luck breathing in that fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, <head>. I know. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's not forget it. It has been hotter than normal the last two weeks in Atlanta. That's been all summer. Oh yeah, I know. And, and if, and if this is going to be the trend, you're going to see people like, falling out you gotta you gotta hydrate kids and if you're not doing it now oh i know you have to do it there you gotta you gotta start your walking if you haven't yet you're behind the times you gotta get to walking hydrate hydrate hydrate. dog by saturday morning if you're not oh god the poor people at the parade yeah 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 because that that's gonna be hot and last night it was 10 o'clock and it said hey it's 86 degrees it feels like 102. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in a Mysterio helmet, it'll feel like death. No, you'll just microwave your head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All the solar radiation is going to go through that goldfish bowl, hit you, <laughs> radiate off, hit the goldfish bowl, radiate back. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the two-week forecast right now. And for Wednesday the 28th, the day before things really start kicking off, Oh, it's going to cool down to 87 for a high. Wow. Really? Sweet. So. Oh, oh, the lady who is Marie Kondo, her name is Faith King. I want to give uh, credit where credit is due. I just was rolling through the the list on Facebook. So, yeah. That is awesome. Some of the previews of costumes have just been amazing already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I look forward to, it's always fun to compare notes with you guys afterwards. And yes, we will have a post dragon con show coming up in, uh, October, but, um, cause it takes us that long to recover. Uh, but yes, <laughs> this will be the last show that we're going to be, uh, doing before the show, uh, before the actual dragon con event. And, uh, I think right now we're going to have to allow a little bit of time to, uh, let some, uh, get some newbie information to the newbies out there. So, uh, Mike, uh, take that segment away. And now we're here for the newbie segment, the final one before the con. Hey, guys, we have Mike, Sue, and Kim with us. Hello. Hi. 
So are you guys ready for Dragon Con or is it just creepy? Not at all. <laughs> That's a good joke, Mike. I like that. One. You know, I figured it'd be great to start with, you know, some great jokes, you know, before the con. Because <laughs> <It's laughs> everyone ready. else is out there is running around with their heads like, ah! Yeah, that, that about sums it up. Yep. <laughs> that would be, yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of screen time in my future between now and the end of the end of the month. Uh, <laughs> sleep, right? Sleep optional. You know, it's like, why do you need it? You know, right? You sleep when con's over. Exactly. That's what it's for. You know, that's why you know, drink apple pie. You know, you just make yourself a lot happier and a lot motivated to get through everything. <laughs> hey, that's my life. This, your lives are different, but it's great to have you guys. We had a lot of stuff, different things happen over the last month or so since we've talked to you. Um, but we've got a few questions going. So if you don't mind, I will throw it out to whoever wants to answer these. Um, the first one is going talking about parties. And it's like, I wonder if people complain when the hotel parties are happening, you know, what happens with that? So. In especially in the the Marriott, uh, the Hyatt, and the Hilton, there is a party going on in that hotel for the entire length of Dragon Con. That's happening in sort of like the lobby areas, the gathering places. That is expected. I have found, uh, at least staying in the Hyatt, that inside with my door closed, it doesn't bother me. Um, that being said, I also live in New York City. So I'm used to a little bit more street noise than maybe some people who are not city dwellers might be used to. Uh, however, uh, there, there's nothing you can do to shut down the main party in the hotel. That's going to happen. However, if there's a room party happening on your floor that's bothering you, the hotel will shut that down. So if you're having a problem like that, you can call down to the front desk, let them know what room it is, and they'll be on top of it. No, that's a good answer because there's been times when I've gone to Dragon Con, stayed in the Marriott, and, you know, until four or five o'clock in the morning, people were partying, you know, across the walkway or two doors down. And it's just like mm-hmm. it's, you have people drunk right outside your door and everything. Yeah. I always found that if they kept it inside the room, it was a lot easier. For sure. I mean, there was even one year that my hotel room was directly above the con suite, like literally the third floor in the corner. And I did not have a problem. Uh, So, I mean, at least for me, those, those rooms are pretty well sound insulated. Well, yeah, definitely. You know, you, the lower floors you are, just remember folks that you're going to have more noise from the, what's going on in the lobbies. Also, because Mike Gordon, I could think a couple of years ago was on floor five of the Marriott and he, you know, even when we were doing our ESO recording in his room, we still heard in through the door, you know, because, you know, it's, it's still 20,000, 30,000 people right below you. So it's going to be loud. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've stayed in all three of those hotels and I can tell you that if you're up above about the 10th floor, you're not going to hear it at all when the door's closed. No, not at all. The only time you'll hear stuff is if there's a hall party or a party right on your floor or the floor above or below. Yeah. And I would say the Weston and the Sheridan tend to be quieter. And if you're in an overflow hotel, that's going to be 
for the most part, your, your standard hotel experience, mm-hmm. you know, no parties, no noise because other people are staying there. Well, exactly. Cause I stay at the Ritz Carlton, which is one of the overflow hotels and never have had a problem with noise other than the occasional drunk person walking down the hall. I'm so wasted. You know, thank you for letting the rest of the world know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got another question here uh, pertaining to food and drink. And everyone says, stay hydrated. Do I need to bring my own water bottle or do the hotel supply water cups? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say that being hydrated at Dragon Con is probably one of the most important things you can do. Um, right now in Atlanta, you know, as we're recording this, uh, we've got heat indexes around the 100s and it's been high humidity. This, this temperature and the humidity will, will suck it right out of you and you'll be, you'll be hurting if you don't stay hydrated. The good news about that is that, uh, you can bring your own water bottle. There's no, there's no, uh, prohibition against that. Um, and they have water stations virtually everywhere, every track room, every ballroom, just anywhere you can think of, they got water. Uh, they have cups there, but if the cups run out, you can have a water bottle you can refill and it's completely free. I mean, there are people that will, you know, just fill up a giant water bottle and take it with them. And honestly, we'd rather have you drain the, the water jug and have people have to refill it constantly than, you know, having to call EMS and, and have them take care of you being dehydrated and falling down, you know? And that happens uh, at least two dozen times a day at the cost. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. For sure. And we got, we heard from some people uh, when this thread came up in the newbies group that I find whenever I go in the large ballrooms that the water coolers are empty. Well, if that happens to you, if you're, if you're at a water cooler and it's empty, don't just get mad about it and go back to your seat. Find a volunteer and tell them. Exactly. Find somebody with Dragon Con and tell them and they'll contact the hotel and get it refilled. Exactly. yeah, there'll be volunteers right by the doors that you know you just, you just grab them and and tell them, and they'll they'll go find out what they can do to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because that's yeah, I can tell you that the hotels are constantly refilling those water stations. I have no doubt that as soon as they get to the very last one, they start over wherever they the first one was. To keep they don't filled. want you to pass out either. No, no right. they don't. Yeah, I've noticed a couple times when I'm in panels or something, they're not the most quiet people coming in to change the water stuff. Well, they got work to do, too. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk a little bit about the community at DragonCon itself. You know, know, there's volunteers at DragonCon. Have the volunteers at DragonCon and the veterans paired with the newbies who need help? You know, they can Facebook message each other directly and get help faster and more personal, you know, special attention. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm a volunteer, so I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that one for you. Um, no, there's not any system to pair up newbies with volunteers or veteran con goers. Um, one of the problems is is that you're trying to text somebody and they're somewhere where they have no cell service. You know, so that makes it really difficult to do. On the other hand, there are loads of people in our tribe, and they're pretty much a helpful bunch. So you can ask just about anybody how to get to somewhere or how to find something. And most people will help you with that. There's also Dragon Con information booths in each of the hotels and in America's Mart. And they had, they know like everything. And if they don't, they know who to ask. No, totally awesome. I remember a few years back, they used to have the people with the question marks over their head, like kind of like Sims that used to be, you know, you know, information people that people could ask questions to. 
Yeah, I think that was a cosplay thing, actually. Uh, they, I thought it was. It looked like they were official because I, when I first started going, I used to ask them questions, and they knew all the answers. So, very good cosplay then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, and and among the people you also want to talk to if you have a question about anything at con, uh, all the volunteers will have on a, a neon colored lanyard that says "volunteer." We're not sure what the color is going to be yet. Um, but if, if you spot one of those lanyards out in the wild, there's going to be plenty of them because the entire place is volunteer run. Um, just grab one of them and say, hey, I'm looking for this or I need help with this. And any of them should be able to help you with that or point you in the right direction. Yeah, and it's never good to just rely on one person for all your answers at an event as large as Dragon Con. Um, so I say if you if you want recommendations of what to do for a particular fandom, you know, ask the person next to you in the room. Right. If they've been there before, they might have some good suggestions. And I mean, crowdsource, that's the way to do it. And you can always ask the volunteers that are working that track because they're going to know. Oh, very much so. You're going to find out really quickly who knows and who doesn't know. And a lot of times if you find people who don't know, it's great if you guys band together and find out all together because you a lot of times have the same questions. And I, I'd like to add something else to that. If you have, for any reason, you have a problem at DragonCon, medical, somebody grabs your thumb, whatever, find a volunteer and tell them. If that volunteer blows you off, get their badge name, head to MainCon's safety office, which is in the Marriott, L405, L406, and there is help to be had. Don't just let something go. Report it. Get help. That sounds awesome. That's a great piece of advice there. So, you know, we're already, God, we've gone through this segment fairly quickly already. Is there any other last minute news that you might think that people would want to know before they, you know, that you guys could think of off the top of your head? Well, there have been a lot of questions uh, in the last 28, 40 hours or so. Uh, about photo ops, because the first round of photo ops just went on sale uh, yesterday as of this recording. And uh, my my biggest piece of advice is if you have a question about procedure, go to the Epic Photo Ops website. They have a really decent uh, FAQ. It's one of the crowdsourced ones. Uh, if you can't find your answer there. We have a single thread devoted to photo op questions in the newbies group, and we're happy to help you out. Uh, so you can check it out there. Just very quickly, a photo op, a professional photo op, the prices for the photo, not per person, up to four people can be in one photo for that price. That is probably the most common question that I've seen in the last two days. And that, that counts for attendees, not just celebrities. Because something like the Doctor Who trio, there's going to be three celebrities. Then you got four people, you know, attendees who are going to join into that. So it'll be kind of cramped. You're going to have seven people all together. Oh, wow. That is a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check out because, you know, everyone's running around with, like, chickens with their heads cut off. Oh, my God, the pictures are available now. The signing, you know, all that kind of stuff. So people are trying to get through. And, you know, time slots are filling up very quickly. Yeah. And they will come in waves, so not, again, as of this recording, not everybody has posted yet. Several people were very nervous that, you know, Zachary Levi or whoever didn't have a photo op up yet. More will become available as the con schedule settles. So don't worry, they're coming. 
great. Any other little piece of advice? You know, I know we, we talked earlier on the show about the Sheraton, but, you know. Yeah, also, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Also note that the photo ops will be on the lowest level of the Marriott, and the Walk of Fame will also be in the Marriott. That's where you want to go if you want to get an autograph from somebody. Now, some of the bigger name guests like Shatner and Tennant will probably be on the lower level of the Marriott in a separate room just for crowd control. But there's no, we don't know that for a fact quite yet. I don't know that for a fact, but that's how it's been done in years past. Right. I remember they did that with Stephen Amell and John Barrowman one year. So. I mean, as far as the Sheridan goes, um, we at DragonCon Newbies sort of decided that we, we don't like to deal in rumors or speculation. Uh, but the thing to really know about the situation is that DragonCon has a contingency plan. And they will enact it if necessary. So there's there's no need to to panic at this point about events that are supposed to take place in the Sheridan because there's a backup plan. Yeah, and I, I've seen a lot of rumors about you know, well, is it is it going to be safe? Uh, if the the big thing there is, they're not going to reopen the hotel if it's not safe to be there. That's it's a lot of people whose whose jobs and reputations are on the line, including you know Marriott themselves. Because uh, I think they own the Sheraton now. Yep. Um, so if if something were to happen under their watch like that, you know, if they reopen and said everything's fine, and then people got sick, that's a huge PR thing. It's going to be a lot of lawsuits, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that they're not going to open that hotel if it's not perfectly clean. It's probably going to be the cleanest hotel at the event this year. <laughs> um, so I, I, I wouldn't worry about it. Just you know, keep an eye on the news. You know, and and we're expecting news, I guess, on around the fifteenth. You know, and if, if something changes, they'll let you know. And like like Sue said, DragonCon's got a contingency plan. If something goes wrong and they can't reopen it and they have to move stuff around, they'll let you know what to do. That's why you should also get the mobile app, most definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're running out of time. So, newbies, where can people find you? What kind of events do you guys have coming up? We will okay. have on Thursday the newbie walking tours, which also include rolling tours for those in wheelchairs and on scooters. And we will once again be doing a mobility limited tour, if anyone asks. That'll be going on from 1 until 4.30. So grab your badge, come on over and take a tour. Tours leave about every five minutes in groups of about 15 or so. And then after that, we have a panel on Thursday evening that is newbies Q&A session. Come to the panel, ask us anything. We have another panel on Friday morning at 10 o'clock called DragonCon 101. Also a panel for newbies. Come ask us anything. And those, uh, those panelists for all three of those events are going to be you know, Sue, Kim, myself, and Kevin Batchelder. So all, all voices you've heard before on this show. Exactly. And we'll be on the schedule. Yeah. And it, folks, it's, if you're also a veteran, it's worth going to see because you always learn new things from these people. And it's really awesome to just, you know, maybe sometimes you could give your own advice if, you know, the folks up on the top can't help you out or something might have changed. And everybody up there, Mike, Kevin, Sue, and Kim are just amazing wealth of information. And also, of course, check their Facebook group also to find out if like if you need to know what rooms they're in and stuff. Because I know you guys are in the Marriott on Thursday. And then are you over at the Hyatt again on Friday? Last year, we were in the Hyatt on Friday. We were in Regency 
all right. Yeah, I believe that's the case again. Um, but always double check the app because an event is not set until it is over at Dragon Con. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've been answering these questions for, for many years at this point, and we're, we're happy to do it. We like to think that we have a, a lot of answers. We certainly don't have all of the answers. Every year there is a question that I think stumps all four of us, and we learn something new. So uh, come on out. We'll help you the best we can. And if we don't know the answer, we will at least know where to point you. Sounds like a plan, guys. I guess we will see you guys next at Dragon Con. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> hey, everyone on Earth. Chris Saber from Nightsabers here. And I'm so excited to be performing at Dragon Con for the very first time ever as part of the Filk Music Track. And not only that, but I'm excited to see all the other incredible bands like The Slants, Cybertronic Spree, PBX Broadsides, Jesso Lantern, Steam Power Giraffe. So many incredible bands. Let's have a great time this year. Hello, this is Thomas Mariani, and I'm a new part of the ESO network. I'm on the podcast Double Edge Double Bill, and I'll also be at Dragon Con for the Labor Day weekend. And you can catch me at several panels I'll be doing. Um, all of these will be in the Weston Hotel. Uh, but specifically, I'll be on the Apocalypse Now, a Good Omens fan panel, on Friday at 7 p.m. in the Chastain Room. Um, that'll be Friday on Friday, August 30th as well. At 10 p.m., I'll be doing the Blair Witch Legacy panel, which will be at the Peachtree Room in the Weston Hotel. I'll then be doing, on Saturday the 31st at 1 p.m., uh, the Horror of Scooby-Doo panel. It'll also be in the Peachtree. Um, and then I will be at that same room, the Peachtree One Two, at the Western Hotel, for a panel called Nosferatu: A Symphony of Horror, um, about the classic silent film. That'll be um, on the 30th at 8:30 p.m. And right afterward will be a screening of the film with a live score uh, from Valentine Wolf. And then uh, my last panel will be on Sunday, September 1st at 1 p.m. in the Peachtree Weston for the What We Do in the Shadows fan panel. Keep in mind, this schedule might be subject to change, but I do hope to see you there. Hi, this is Bobby Nash. And the thing I'm looking forward to the most about this year's Dragon Con is really the same thing I look forward to every year. And it's a chance to catch up with all of the the cool friends I've made over the years, the people that I only see at conventions or the Dragon Con family, the, the people I only see once a year or the people I see on the con circuit regularly. It's a chance to, you know, catch up, have a good time, you know, find out what other cool things my creative friends are working on, which is always nice. So I'm really just looking forward to going, having a great time. And, you know, who knows, may even sell a book or two. See you there. Hey everybody, this is Joe Crow, co-director of the American Sci-Fi Classics track, and here's where you'll find us, Marriott, 103 to 105. It's it's all three rooms, it's a whole deal. And um, we are doing lots of awesomeness this year, as always, on the American Sci-Fi Classics track. You can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash American Sci-Fi Classics. On the Instagrams at Sci-Fi Classic Track and on the Twitters at just Classic Track. And here is a little sampling, a little sampling, a little, a little uh, appetizer, if you will, um, before the main event of Dragon Con. Here's what we have in store for you. I was just 
One place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse. So yeah, yeah, we have we have the uh, we, we we have awesome stuff. You guys got to come check us out. If you don't, I'm afraid you might be sticks in the mud. I don't I don't know what else to tell you. Once again, my name is Joe Crow, co-director. Find us at facebook.com/group/americansci-fi-classics-track. This is Jonathan Chaffin with Horror in Clay. I'm looking forward to Dragon Con. This will be my 21st Dragon Con. My con attendance is old enough to have some apple pie. Uh, This will also be my fifth year in the comic and pop art show um, up on the fourth floor of the America's Mart, uh, where we will be vending tiki mugs and horror art and uh, all kinds of fun things. And I've been asked by my friends what uh, I'm looking forward to for Dragon Con this year. Uh, first of those will have to be the Show Us Your Tiki, which is a tiki pop art panel, which I will be on with uh, Derek Kaniger and some other fine folks. Uh, that'll be Friday, uh, Saturday at 4 p.m., uh, 204J in Mart Building 2. I'm also looking forward to the Alt History Tracks uh, uh, Teapot Racing, uh, the Friday Night Dragon Con Merfolk Meetup at the Sheraton. And uh, anywhere I see T-Rexes or uh, Cult of the Carpet uh, folks, I always love to run into those and see those uh, prouncing around the, the con. Um, mostly I'll, I'll be up vending, like I said, but I do look forward to seeing all of you lovely people uh, and my con friends that I only see once a year, uh, including uh, the folks behind the con report. Um, so, you know, uh, that's, that's basically, you know, Dragon Con is, uh, uh, one of the big things that I look forward to and prepare for all year. Um, I've got a, a shiny new set of stitches from art I'm working on for the show and, uh, you know, I've started my emergency and, uh, trying to get enough sleep regimen. Uh, so I look forward to seeing you all in just a little bit. Thank you. Uh, again, this is Jonathan Chaffin with Horror in Clay. Hey, Phantomaniacs and ESO Coteers, it's your old pal Dave West, a.k.a. Phantom Troublemaker, and I am here on the ESO Network's Dragon Con! 
Con Report to invite each and every one of you to a very special event at this year's Dragon Con. Saturday night at 10 p.m. in the Dragon Con American Sci-Fi Classics Track Room, we will be world premiering the documentary film Troublemaker, which is the story of Atlanta-based pop culture personality Phantom Troublemaker. That's me. A year was spent following this podcast host, Dragon Con panel moderator, toy expert, movie fan, writer, wrestling announcer, family man, and all-around good guy on his adventures of dorkery. This documentary is director Jason C. Wilson's follow-up to Stopper, The Rise and Fall of the Bastard Squad. Now, this is very special to me. Obviously, it is the culmination of the decade of dorkery that I've been living since 2009, really since 1976, but that's more than a decade, so it doesn't sound as good. But please come out to this world premiere. We're very excited. We're going to have limited edition posters. We're going to have limited edition badge ribbons. I know everybody loves those, and they are absolutely free, but they are limited, so show up early. First people through the door get the posters, get the badge ribbons. We're going to have a Q&A afterwards, and the whole thing is hosted by the ESO Network's very own Mike Gordon. I hope to see you there. I love you guys. Hey guys, this is Eternal Zan, blast from the past, just calling in to talk a little bit about what I'm going to be doing at DragonCon this year. I've been accepted to speak on some fan panels again this year, and this year the coolest thing happened to me. It is the most DragonCon thing in the history of DragonCon to ever happen to me. I'm very excited. Out of nowhere, I got invited to be on a fan panel to cover the topic of the Marriott carpet, um, which I just think is hysterical. Um... The panel is called The Architecture of Dragon Con, How John Portman Built Our Home. And I'm not running the panel. Lisa Ellisor is. And she reached out to me. And all I have to do is show up and talk about the carpet fandom. So I'm really excited about that. Oddly, right now, it's scheduled to be in the Hyatt on Friday at 1 p.m. But, of course, that could change. Um, so check the app when it comes out and just look for that panel title, The Architecture of Dragon Con, How John Portman Built Our Home. You probably only have to search for the word architecture and it'll come right up. And I'm also doing the free photo op again. This will be our fourth year, our annual return of Marriott Carpet and Trashy, Dragon Con's favorite trash can that we all still miss. And that'll be Wednesday night at 11 p.m., so right before Dragon Con. Wednesday's the new Thursday. Find the Pulse Bar in the Marriott, and then take the escalators all the way down. You can't miss us. You'll definitely see us. And this year, the memorial is going to include not only Trashy and the old Marriott carpet, but people, of course, are going to be bringing their blue postcards. And I really hope some people bring their old pocket programs, too, because they stopped that last year and it got replaced with, like, a bigger magazine format. So I encourage people to bring whatever is meaningful to them to our Wednesday night memorial that starts an hour before midnight. You get to pose with your items and hang out with people, and it's always a really good time. And then other than that, I'm going to be doing organizing again two groups in the parade, the Eternal Members and Friends, and of course, the Cult of Marriott Carpet Parade group that I started. So that gets bigger and better every year. 
And other than that, I'm really looking forward to seeing David Tennant and William Shatner. Of course, I think they're both going to have amazing panels. And being on a bunch of fan panels and going to parties. So that's usually what I do. Panels during the day and parties at night. So if anybody is interested in learning about the Eternal membership, I have a fan-run, totally unofficial website that I run, and that is DragonCon Eternal Members. It's plural, so there's an S at the end. I'm not the only Eternal. So that's DragonConEternalMembers.com, and you can visit that website and learn a little bit more about what is involved and what you get when you get an Eternal Membership. And other than that, if you want to see anything I'm doing, you can just search for my name in the biggest Facebook groups. I tend to make posts with the events I'm doing. And my name is Zan Bowden. Zan rhymes with fan, but it starts with Z. So it's Z-A-N. And then my last name is B-O-W-D-E-N. So it's bow like what little girls wear in their hair and den like where a bear lives. So if you want to search for any of the fan panels I'm on in the app, you can search for Zan Bowden. And, you know, definitely try to come <laughs> to the Architecture of Dragon Con panel. I'm very excited at hearing all about the architecture, because that is a really interesting topic and, you know, what makes all of our photos so great. So I just wanted to say, hey, thanks very much for having me, and I look forward to seeing you all at Dragon Con. Hi guys, James Palmer here, jamespalmerbooks.net. I'm an attending professional at this year's Dragon Con. I'm super excited about the four Orville guests they're getting this year. I love that show. I can't wait to hopefully see those guys. But what I'm most excited about is the Fantasy Gather. That's uh, Friday night, 8 p.m. to midnight, Hanover CNE in the Hyatt. Um, authors are going to be selling books. Uh, myself included. I think they're going to have maybe some live music. This is a great chance to go and meet your favorite authors and find a new favorite author. Um, So if if you love reading, if you love books and talking to authors, uh, please come check out the Fantasy Gather. Uh, See you guys soon. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Kevin Batchelder. Uh, many of you know me from the DragonCon Newbies group, uh, but I've been a long time uh, attending at the con. This will actually be my 15th year there. And for me, the, one of the things I love most is very much being involved in the fan discussion panels. I believe I'll be speaking on about 10 of those this year. Uh, I do tend to go a little overboard there, but I love the interaction with fellow panelists talking about many of the TV shows and movies that I love. Uh, so really looking forward to lots of different discussions, having a great time. Uh, Many of you also know that I'm a huge Winona Earp fan, so with many of the cast members there this year, looking forward to those uh, panels and seeing them and also getting a chance to moderate uh, some uh, guest panels as well. So it's always a blast. Looking forward to all kinds of different things. I don't usually tend to have only one thing that I really look forward to most because that's why con is so much fun is getting to do all those different things. So I hope you all have a great con as well. Look forward to seeing you there. Take care. Hi, I'm Zoe Saber from Night Sabers, and I'm so excited to play my first Dragon Con this year. But I'm also so excited to see our friends the Slants play their last convention show ever. So you gotta be there, and you gotta come see Night Sabers. See you all there!
Hail, Thunder Faithful. I'm Sexy Thor. This is Beth. I'm Dan Klink. This is Kavika. And we are... Thunder Talk. What are you excited about for Dragon Con this year? Okay, I have a lot of excitements. Yeah. I'm an excitable person. For sure. I'm super excited about seeing all of our friends, seeing, um, getting to know some new people, and yeah. of course, seeing all the cosplay. I love cosplay. Yes, the cosplay is really good, although the cosplay kind of comes out at night usually. I mean... Don't get me wrong. We've seen some amazing cosplay during, during the, the day, day. Yes, correct. But because people aren't going to panels and stuff, I feel like it really breaks off at night, which one of the things I'm excited about is this year we're actually going to be staying downtown part of the time yeah. and we'll be able to do more of the night stuff, see the cosplay, go to the dances because you know I love to dance. You do. You do. Yeah. This will be the year of dances, or, or this will be the year of the night activities, right? Dragon um, Con nightlife. Dragon Con nightlife. I love um, the nightlife. We have I've seen... <laughs> this being my second year at Dragon Con, I am looking forward to knowing just what the heck is going on and how to figure out where everything is. Last year was incredibly overwhelming. I would say disorienting. Uh, I still certainly plan on being overwhelmed this year, but in more of a good way and less of a massive concussion kind of way. What I'm most looking forward to about Dragon Con is just finally seeing the stories come to life. Because for years, my friends have gone every year, but I haven't been since I was an early teenager. So th this year, I'll finally be going as an adult with these friends and just finally getting to see the stories actually happen. And I hope to create a few myself in my favorite city of Atlanta, Georgia. I kind of think that um, some of the night panels or the workshops, usually they entail the workshops usually involve writing, you know, because drunken writing, that's, that's how writers get inspired. But <laughs> Also, um, illustrators, comic book writers, stuff like yeah. that. They, they usually tend to do more of the evening, um, work, put on evening workshops. If you're really into things like that, the night the nighttime is where it's at. Definitely looking forward to Cybertronic Spree. And I cannot wait to represent the ESO network as a media representative and spending time and getting to know our ESO family. I'm always super excited for Dragon Con. This is, will be our third third, third year yep. straight. I mean, yep. as soon as it's like you find your tribe, right? And then also you're like, oh, these are my people. Oh. Yeah. So I'll see you there and we'll drink, fight and make our ancestors proud. Howdy, ESO Network people. This is Van Allen Plexico of the White Rocket Podcast and the White Rocket Entertainment Network. And here are a couple of things I'm most looking forward to at Dragon Con 2019 that I want you all to know about and maybe come to. I'm doing panels all weekend long, and I'll also have a table on Artist Alley where you can pick up all my latest books and comics and whatnot, including my brand new military SF novel, Alpha Omega. I'll be reading from my latest works on Saturday at 1 p.m. in the Marietta Room of the Hyatt. 
There's a panel in sci-fi literature just on my work this year. It's amazing. And that's Saturday night at 8.30 p.m. in the Embassy AB room of the Hyatt. Our 21st year of Marvel DC trivia is Sunday at 5.30 p.m. in the International South Ballroom of the Hyatt. And I'll also be doing various other panels about Game of Thrones, the MCU, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactica, on and on and on, much more. For all the information to get a list of all the things I'm going to be doing at Dragon Con, because I would love to see you there, and I'll have lots of stuff to hand out and sell and give away, just visit www.plexico.net, www.plexico.net, P-L-E-X-I-C-O.net, and click on Upcoming Convention Appearances. Thanks, guys. Now back to the ESO Network. How's it going, ESO crew? This is uh, Raven checking in. I just wanted to stop by and let you guys know that I am so excited for this year's Dragon Con. I can't wait to see everybody. I can't wait to do our live uh, podcast uh, recording. I can't wait. It's going to be so great. All right. Some really exciting news. This year will be my first ever time hosting a panel at Dragon Con. Actually, my first time doing a panel ever. So it's really exciting. I will be uh, co-hosting the Descendants panel on Friday. I believe it's at 4 p.m. at the Hyatt. Uh, be sure to check your programs for confirmation. Um, I will also be marching in the Dragon Con Parade on Saturday with my Cosplay Volunteers of Atlanta family. Uh, it should be a great time. I hope we don't die in the heat. And after the rest of the con, I'm just like looking forward to, you know, my usual photo shoots and cosplaying and, you know, just covering everything Dragon Con with you guys. It should be great. I look forward to seeing everybody there. And so, once again, we draw a close to our eighth episode of the 2019 Dragon Con Con Report. Yes, this is the last report, the last podcast before a Dragon Con. A big, big, big thanks to everybody who sent us audio clips, who sent us emails, gave us comments, even the ones that uh, sent us stuff privately that we weren't allowed to read that kind of thing uh and all year long we're sending us information and asking if they could be involved somehow everybody who came on uh to be a guest uh and talk to us uh we really really appreciate your participation this year this has been a really really fun year to do this podcast and I, i look forward to seeing as many people as we can at the actual event itself and but of course i couldn't do this without the big station crew here. Uh, thanks, Mary. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> I thought that was like for all of us. And then you said my name and I was like, oh, I'm called out. Oh no. Thank you everybody individually. Um, absolutely. Always happy to be here. Absolutely. And we're I was so excited to have you. And I know that um, now I don't think you mentioned it during the, the some of the stuff that we were talking about panels and everything, but I understand that people will be able to see you uh, every morning. At Dragon. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, <laughs> um, I do volunteer with the media really our media engagement department. So, um, I am busy during con, uh, but I'm usually around in afternoons and evenings. Um, of course you can always follow me on Twitter at Mary Lou who blog, or, um, if you want to hang out too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone there. I'm I'm lucky to see you at Dragon Con. I, I know. I, it's just I'm scheduled out crazy. I'm scheduled out um, you know, eight AM to one AM. So yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy, but uh it's a good kind of crazy. So yeah, I, I love it. To- I love it. I'm definitely I, that I, like I, go 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 type person, so I look forward to seeing you in passing. Uh, exactly. <laughs> if, if you see a Yeoman Rand wig, it's either you or Moxie. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can tell by height, usually. That's true, yeah. Yep. And thank you, Darren, for all your assistance this year. Oh, you're welcome. You're Glad to be here. Uh, so uh, where can people find you that weekend? At a bar. Yeah, um, I, I will be probably gaming, probably dealer's room, probably art show, trying not to spend more money than I'm probably going to spend. Um, I will probably make it to the Spectrum Party, probably try to make it to Heroes and Villains as well, because I love both those DJs, Neon and Spider. And, um, yeah, beyond that, I guess I'll be talking about Galaxy Quest at some point. Yes. So and, I'm on that panel. So, and we yeah. should be looking for Dazzler, right? Yeah, you should be looking for a drunk crossplay Dazzler on Saturday. Nice. That's yeah, gonna it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down, kids. I've got lights. <laughs> Mary, real quick, is there any debut of a new outfit for you this year? Uh, yeah, I have a couple new ones. Um, I'm going to be, me and everyone else and their mom is going to be doing um, uh, Robin from the new Stranger Things season. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, we're also having a Letterkenny group, if anyone's seen the Canadian comedy Letterkenny. Um, and I'm going to be, uh, my friend and I are going to be Pain and Panic from Disney's Hercules. Oh, so, wow, Pain cool. and Panic. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. It's going to be really silly. That, I, wa- I want to <laughs> see that one. I want to see that one. That'll be yeah, it's going to be pretty silly. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, any cosplay for you this year? Yes, tired podcaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's one I, I know all too well. Uh, exactly. Um, well, thank you, sir, for which none of this would be possible without you, man. Oh, dude, I'm the one who hits record. I come up with, you know, the list. I'm the one who just loves doing this and is a glutton for punishment, you know? And just think of all the joy I give to people out there getting drunk. So let's go. Cool. <laughs> We try to cover all we can with these specials throughout the year, but to keep up with the latest news, especially regarding the Sheridan, please check out the official DragonCon website. The social media outlets, the DragonCon Facebook page, and Twitter accounts are usually where news breaks first. All the tracks also are active on Facebook and various social media outlets as well. Uh, we here at the DragonCon Con Report can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Stitcher, uh, we can be found also, we have a Facebook group of the ESO Network, so we uh, frequent that as well. We want you to be part of the discussions, so please feel free to join us there. Uh, and be sure to check out the Amazon link at the, on the ESOnetwork.com site. Again, it doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. 
likewise, we have a Tee Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. And we have our patron page, which uh, uh, we don't have time to go through all our supporters now. But thank you to each one of our Patreon supporters. Uh, we really couldn't do this without you guys. Most definitely. And also, let me put, throw out there, folks, don't ever forget, you can listen to this and subscribe to on all your favorite media players directly to the DragonCon report. And please remember to rate us up there. You know, five stars, but even if they're five sarcastic stars, we would love you guys to do it. Just remember, it. just look up in Dra- up DragonCon report, and you'll find us up there. And you know what? I think it's going to be awesome making it easier for you guys to find us on, you know, wherever you listen to shows. They should give us a star for every time we men- pronounce a guest name. Oh, God, we'd be a thousand stars. <laughs> That's right. We'd yes, be a thousand stars alike. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be drunk and we'd have a thousand stars. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And once again, all this year, it has been my pleasure. We'll see you at the con. Peace, and we're done. Yay! Woohoo! Time Woo! to make apple pie. Um, Saturday, yes. I'm not making it. It's 15 at night. I gotta go to bed. <laughs>